Did you start recording? All right, ready. Explain, uh, you know, the faith thing. Shit, piss. <laughs> Shit, fuck. piss. Fuck. Con Con Cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. Motherfucker, tits. Uh, and for you, those of you who have not been to our show before, if you have not noticed by the profession of faith or easily or explicit, content box checked. If you are easily offended, please go away. <laughs> if your life is defined by a preconstructed ideology, such as seen in politics, dogmatic religion, or any other mentally restricted institution, leave. If you're a snowflake living your life playing the role of a victim due to your sexuality, race, perception of history, the generation you were born in, or any other self-entitled paradigm, you'll absolutely get triggered. So sayonara. As our prophet George Carlin himself says, you have the freedom to turn the dial, to change the channel. We believe comedy and laughter is a natural way in which humans connect, so we study those who make us laugh in order, in order to grasp and empathize with different perspectives. Many times we will take perspectives that are not our own just for the sake of laughing or to empathize with and explore alternate points of view, even and especially if they're horrible, if this bothers you, get the fuck out now. All right. So, uh, Cardinal, Cardinal, uh, you picked out one from our, one of our patron saints, Doug Stanhope. And this one is called, We've Always Been Wrong. Are you ready to roll? Or do you want to? Yes, Reverend. Or do you want to pump it up or something? Oh, I just, I just figured this would be a great one, with all the collectivism bullshit talk and the, you know, all, just all the constant talk of how we got to sacrifice for the greater good and all this talk of climate change emergency now and how climate change is a public health matter and emergency and we should give more power to central authority figures and centralized institutions, things like that. It's uh, interesting a good that you said it's a public health matter, which means that climate change actually falls under the the WHO uh, if they get that, yeah. whatever they're trying to pass, passed. And that would mean that anything you do that could affect climate change, which, of course, in any chaotic system is absolutely everything, <laughs> falls under the purview of uh, that authoritarian organization. Yes. Yeah, well said. Yeah, and all, so all these predictions that they've made, like Al Gore saying that Santa Monica would be underwater by 2020 or whatever it was, here we are. Sea levels haven't risen a damn bit, or haven't yeah. risen a damn bit. And yeah, uh, so anyway, we've always been wrong. All right, here we go. They've always been wrong. I have a whole positive spin on this entire special, and I feel like I failed again <laughs> in my career. I was trying to be uplifting somehow with all this shit and it doesn't feel like it's working <laughs> problem is when, when you spend 25 years just pointing out everything that's wrong in life and wrong with the world you have a tendency to come off as a negative person <laughs> but but i'm not it's not it's true but it's not negative the truth is that Human beings as a species have almost always been wrong about almost every single thing that we ever thought was right for the entirety of recorded human history. Wrong! Wrong! I fucking love that. <laughs> Such a good point, right? Jesus At one Christ, point, that's, you know. like, that's like just true and everybody's like, Oh, no. Yeah. like, And that's why we go through like, oh, what about smoking? What about sugar? What about 
uh, yeah, what about like it just it just smoking and sugar and the environment and the this and that. And it's like, dude, that's why collectivism is such a fucking bullshit because they're gonna get everybody trying to go in the same direction. Oh, it's all and that's just gonna run us all off the cliff. Yeah, it's agenda based, and you know, all, all the way back from Galileo being chastised by the scientific community for claiming that the sun, you know, was the center of our, the earth wasn't the center of our system that we belong in. The sun, actually everything revolved around the sun and that was part of a greater galaxy and etc. I still call bullshit on that one. Okay. And here's the thing is if you set your perspective from the middle of the earth, and the Earth spins on its axis. Mm -hmm. Then, from that perspective of the middle of the Earth, everything the does everything. The entire universe does revolve around the Earth. Uh, if you think like of the, if you think of the perspective as the middle of the Earth as being still, and everything else going around yeah. it because it spins on its axis. You know, Perception. but if you go the other way and you just go, no, it doesn't spin on its axis. Everything else, you know, everything being relative revolves yeah. around it. Then it's really a matter of perspective. Okay, I see your logic and the perception, of course. But, of course, Earth isn't still, you know, and it's orbiting in the solar system. Every All the other planets orbit the sun. But, yes, yeah, from perception and what was observable then, yeah, of course, like, that would make sense, and of course, I, I wouldn't have been. But that's the thing: all of, all of humanity was wrong. Yeah. On the on that topic, and so yeah, it's. But and and then you talk about. I was kind of having a conversation earlier this week about the witch hunts and just how many people were killed in Europe, and they were really like most of them were just. I guess it'd call them pagans for lack of better words, but they were like you know they were in tune with nature and wanted to live more harmoniously with nature i mean not to like you you had to a lot more than we do now today but uh you know it was a threat to well the religious power of the days and so but what if we're then, even wrong you know, about that and yeah what if we're and, wrong and, about that and actually yeah maybe like 50 50 percent of them were actually fucking witches maybe right you know, but maybe they were actually like we don't fucking know i wasn't there just like just like drone strikes you know Innocent people being killed, but at least they got the target. So, hey, you know, eh, whatever. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're well, wrong, like but we weren't. It's like that Socrates saying where he says, you know, like the wisest man knows you know, what everybody else doesn't know, and that's that he doesn't know shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, Socrates said it exactly like that. You know, I'm just, Don't know you shit. Know, yeah. <laughs> I think he was, he was a, uh, well, we won't go into it talking about the life of Socrates, I guess, but uh, I don't think he was quite so hip. And he definitely wasn't popular <laughs> during his time. Well, not amongst uh, a few people, at least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the people that mattered, I guess. <laughs> the people that, uh, although, you know, here we are talking about him 2,000, well, you know, 3,000 years later. So, yeah, who knows? But uh, back definitely pissed off the wrong pe people. Yeah, back to Stanhope. As people who point out the wrongness normally do. Yeah. Oops! Fail! Missed again! Get you next time! Wrong! <laughs> ah.
Earth is flat, burning witches, slavery, reefer madness. Oh, they thought Liberace was straight and Bruce Jenner was a man. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that should be inspiring. Occasionally, here and again, someone's right about something, and they have a genius idea, and they're right. And maybe you have a genius idea. So don't be afraid to put it out there. Don't be afraid to be wrong, because that's what we do. Ah, you fucking stupid. You thought that was going to work? You're wrong. Well, that's what we always have been. But maybe you're right. I know no one in my audience is curing Ebola or anything. But maybe you have a genius idea that works on a, a lower level, but changes the social structure a little bit to make life a little bit better. Put it out there. If you think you're brilliant, try. And if you fail, fuck out. One simple one, I really liked it. I like that one a lot. That's a, so, a short but a great point. One thing I love that he's saying, you know, I, he, he ended up, he did put a positive twist on it, like, you know, like he opened with that bit. And uh, the, the twist that I like is, and one, one way we can look at it is very rarely in history, and especially if we're talking science and all that, yeah, is anyone ever right the first time? You only learn through failure, really, in life. And collectively, I guess, we learn from failing as well. But you know, what pisses me off about nowadays is just obviously the, the attempts to silence uh, dissent and uh, actual discourse with multiple perspectives and actually bringing not like the religion of the science, but the actual data and different scientists who can debate like that has been all but lost on the, the world stage and the public stage. Well, in the, in the theatrics of politics, you know. But uh, th that's what people want, and that's why you see, you know, out uh, mediums like the Daily Wire growing and Jordan Peterson getting more. He's as big as he is because he was attempted to be, you know, silenced or canceled way back when, and he, he refused to give into it. And and the people who get canceled are the people who apologize. People who don't apologize and cancel or bend, you know, to the need to cancel culture, they're finding there's so much room for them. In fact, it, it helps them nowadays. Because everyone's sick of just mass psychosis, I guess. You know, people are snapping out of it, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Seems like it. Anyway. But, you know, the wheels are turning. And so there's this big collectivist argument that on that they're only basing on, you know, we've, we've had the discussion many times about the, the climate change and whatnot and, and all the, the hypocrisy and the, quote unquote, the science, you know, that they've turned into this cult dogma that you just have to believe the selected you know signs from the self-appointed and self-righteous technocrats that are you know controlling the information you see anyway that's been on my mind lately right i, I think that's I, you know i think that's uh to say that it's been on my mind lately or that either of us have been like that's on our minds lately i think that's like 50% of what takes over you know, your daily thoughts because of the fear behind it of losing huh. you know, any opportunities that we had to be able to support our families and do what we need to do as human beings, you know, that, that any, any of that that we've gained in this life um, or that was gained before 
we are born to provide no. us with those opportunities, uh, we see it um, being threatened. You know, we saw it being threatened through the being threatened more than ever. Now, I, mean, I think you and I had a I had a handle on the threat before COVID, yeah. but it was when COVID hit that it really hit a fucking head. You know, where it was like, holy yeah. shit. And then now it's like the, the amount of research that we did, not just us, but like everybody went into to like discover all these alternate narratives, all these things that haven't been told, all these things and really go depth into what has been wrong throughout history so that we could say in the presence, you're wrong. You know, or at least we suspect that you're wrong for yeah. many different reasons. You know, the, the like just the uh, like how in depth of thought that had to be continuously di dove into by every individual and us as a you know us as a maybe a group of individuals. You yeah. know, we're you know kind of thinking here and there together. You know, it's like that. that that's the crux of it. Is that like I think Stanhope is the crux of it right there. Is that yeah. everything's been wrong? You know, yeah, it's like, and so don't be afraid to say, ah, they're wrong. I saw yeah. a, a Rogan clip the other day where he was interviewing uh, uh, Candace Owen, and he asked her about climate change. And this is in the old studio, so you mm. knew that, yeah, you know, yeah, he says, yeah, but she says, oh, I don't believe it. And he's like, well, you know, he kind of goes down that route where you're like, you're not an expert, and what have you mm -hmm. read? And you know, all these people say that it is. But then you just change, you just substitute climate change for the vaccine and put him in that hot seat, you know, yeah. a couple of years later. And it's like, well, hey, man, your argument doesn't doesn't stand up anymore. And so, uh, like, where he was putting it in, Rogan probably goes, ah, fuck, I may have been wrong about that, you know? Yeah. You know, that's I why imagine. people trust him. Yeah, and, and that's one thing I like about Rogan is not what he thinks, but how he thinks. Yeah. You know, and that he thinks even like that he yeah. thinks one, you know, not what he thinks because that's just a parrot. You know, that's not yeah. thinking. And then and how he thinks, and that's saying I could be wrong. I could, I could. There could be something that comes out and says, "Oh, you know, that opinion was off base." There's no yeah. Opinion. And like, like you said, uh, and, we, and we've covered this before. You know, we care about the environment. We're definitely environmentalists, but we're not the kind of annoying activists that just blurt out the, the flavor of the week, what we're supposed to be outraged about. We, we care about the environment. We wish that practices would change. We also recognize you can't pinpoint it onto just one thing. And it's like, you know, these people that have progressive ideas about, well, we need to cut carbon emissions. We need to get away from fossil fuels and everyone needs to be in electric cars and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I, I understand, like, I mean, I, I, I think that's a big Obviously, the, the, these people who have controlled this narrative, this, the same vaccine narrative, the same climate narrative, they're the same institutions that provided data and provided the science that you should follow, you know. And we we're, we're, we found through this pandemic that, wow, these institutions are often wrong. And if, if not disingenuous, they're, they've at least been wrong a lot. And they don't want to admit it. They keep trying to cover it up or lie for it or double down. And so what you get, you know, I... I'm not opposed to people trying these ideas, but you, instead of we're all in on this and every, you know, it doesn't matter how much pain and suffering you have, people have to go through to get to this goal. You can't do that. You can't just implement all, 
I'm just using the electric car thing as an example, you know, all electric yeah. cars when people can't afford to make that switch and we don't have the infrastructure with electricity, you know, we're talking about well, rolling. Well, it's blackout. also the, the simple, the, the simplest thing I tell people is like, look, in a regular car, what do you get? You put fuel made from fossil fuels. Then you put yeah. that in the car. The car makes energy and yeah. it goes. Now you take an electric car. An electric car, you take fuel out of fossil fuels. Then you make electricity. And then you put it in a battery. The same amount yeah. of energy that you had to make. Now you put it in a battery, which took a shit ton of energy yeah. to make and hard resources. Yeah. And then it, it takes energy to make the car go. Yeah. It's a, that battery doesn't make energy. It stores it. Yeah. The energy stuff yeah, you make. make and, so, yeah. and not to talk about electric cars so much, but yeah. just to get on the point that it's like, like people don't think about a simple, you know, a simple mechanistic line of uh, cause and effect that goes from what is the root cause to something and what's yeah. the end effect, or at least postulate that and roll it around in their noggin for a little yeah. while. There was a there was a viral video this week of a hearing between Butt Gig, uh, Pete Buttigieg, uh, Mayor Pete, whatever the hell you, you call him, but uh, the second. Uh, Secretary of Transportation with no experience in that field. Um, and we being grilled by Thomas Massey, Massey, the Senator representative from Kentucky. And, you know, Massey's a, actually a really smart guy. Uh, he, he's an engineer and he's, and he's, he owns an electric vehicle and he talk, he goes into it. Anyway, he, he talked about, we always talk about unintended consequences or things not being well thought out. And the downside of that, uh, you know, even if you, you do have good intentions, let's just give them the benefit of doubt and say the government does have good intentions for this. They're not considering, which you think they would have had to consider this. They just don't care. But it, he, he grilled them on. It, it takes about 50 times the amount of energy that most people uh, use to run their air conditioning. Or, about, or it's like 25 times the amount of energy people use to run their air conditioning to charge an electric car. And so we don't have the electric grid ready to support if everyone just shifted to electric cars. You'd have massive electric blackouts. And this past infrastructure bill they passed was all based off social justice and just basically money laundering and looting given to interest groups. None of it went to actual the electric grid or these kind of infrastructures. So it's just seeing the arrogance of the people that are announcing and demanding everyone needs to make these switches and it doesn't matter how much pain and suffering you have to go through now it'll be worth it and otherwise you know the world will be uninhabitable and and think of our children's children that kind of thing it's like you have no proof you have no solution with you know that doesn't doesn't end up with hundreds you know tens of millions of people being without power or dying starving what you know whatever puts people in a very vulnerable position plus you know, we're talking about rising energy costs already anyway. So you're just going to demand more out of your, your energy bill, your electric usage. I mean, it's these, uh, again, I don't want to make the whole podcast about electric cars. I'm just using that as an example, but there's no, a really no, good no, But it's, it is a perfect example because it is like one of the most bullshit non thought out. Like the fact that everybody falls for it. You're like, yeah, uh, yeah, dude, really? And then like, again, <laughs> roll it through your noggin a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's how that's how climate change is. 
And mm -hmm. uh, did you do you ever hear uh, the Charles Eisenstein and RFK Jr. on climate change? Mm. Was it one of his more recent ones, RFK Jr.? Yeah, it was real recent. It was maybe a couple months I ago think or so. But, I think I started listening to that one. I, don't, I didn't make it all the way through. Uh, well, Charles Eisenstein basically says the same thing we're saying. He's like, look, I'm going to, you know, he's an obvious environmentalist. He's like way <laughs> to the left of you and I. But I love mm -hmm. the, the fact that he thinks and I like how he thinks. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with him in a lot of things. But on this one, he nailed our opinion, like, in the, on the head. You know, yeah. He said, like, look, you know, I'm about climate change. Yeah, you know, I'm about this, like, whole thing. And, you know, hey, let's, let's just not focus on climate change so much, but clearing up the environment. And you can even use climate change. It's just that focusing on that one CO2 molecule right. is giving leverage to a lot of people to, for a lot of fuckery. You know, a right. lot, of, and then a lot of bullshit. And not he's to like, like, right. like, like, good dude, but, but, you know, you, if you do biodiverse farming, you put more plant into the soil that soil of uh, that those plants into the soil and those bacteria and all that good bacteria and stuff not only is great for our food great for the mineralization is great for uh turning co2 yeah. into oxygen guess what that's great for everybody well you know if you go so you start there then you go to fishing let's not overfish and let's figure out how to do you can do biodiverse fishing you know yeah. and go to different areas and do that cyclical thing and fishing, you can do, a, I, and that's just from the farm stuff. And so yeah. he's mentioning all these different ways that have nothing to do with uh, sustainable, quote-unquote, uh, energy. You know, oh. it has to do with other ways of doing everything. And just, and also the step-by-step, -step, the baby steps thing. Not do yeah. you have to make this macro change all at once, which, hey, that doesn't give us a chance to see how every change plays out. Yeah, and and just to use another point on the hypocrisy, it's uh, you know also the same people causing all these hiccups in agricultural supply chains and trying to put all these regulations on and blame the unsustainable farming practices of mass agriculture on the farmers themselves, are the people who created the industry, the Rockefellers, the petroleum industry, the DuPonts, the chemical industry, the Monsantos for pesticides and fertilizers, and you know. The, initially it was the Rockefeller's playbook that, you know, they used to monopolize, monopolize the supply chains and, and, and start, you know, factory farming, mass agriculture in this way and sold it to the whole world to, you well, know, this unsustainable farming practice. Yeah. Way back when. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, out it, well, and, and, and there was a really interesting podcast with uh, Russell Brand where he talks to Vandana Shiva and, uh, and it was actually a lot of the chemical fertilizers and chemical uh, products of the Nazi scientists that were brought in to make modern agriculture the way it was, yeah. the way it is. Yeah. And that never went away. And so, this, I mean, these same people that leveraged that and shaped the world we know it as today are blaming, you know, the consumers and the farmers who they basically forced into adopting these practices. Well, and, well, here's a funny thing is I let me let me give you a personal example. So, you know, with at the risk of, you know, giving out personal information, but at one point I worked at a bank, right? And thanks. so I was working at a bank and I would have clients come in or customers or whatever you want to call them. And they'd say, hey, you know what? I got all these overdraft charges. 
Now, on the front end, when they came in to fill out their account, we would say, no, you do online banking, you uh, do it with your debit card, you know, uh, it calculates everything for you, and you're good. So previous to this, what would you do? You'd have cash, which you can tell what's going out by just basic math, you know, from what leaves your wallet. Yeah. And you have a checkbook, which you fill that out, you balance your checkbook every time you write a check. But mm-hmm. when you do the debit card thing, you know, mm-hmm. you're not really seeing it go out. It's just happening. Yeah. And so, and so what they would tell you when you came in and go, oh, wait a minute, you know, hey, you signed me up on this program, this plan, this, uh, and by the way, this is a Rockefeller uh, funded or uh, founded bank that I was yeah. uh, working at. Yeah. And which there are two of the, ma- uh, the major four are that. Um, and then, and so I was working there and we would have to say, oh yeah, you're supposed to still keep a checkbook. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Fuck you, I'm not telling somebody that. It's like trying to tell them that they can't get their overdraft fees back because you assholes are putting them into a, into a system that is meant to, it is meant to fuck them. You know? Yeah, you're going to... You know, balance your checkbook for every time you swipe your card during the day. Every, you know, I mean that. Again, that's that's tedious, and people just tend to trust their statements. You know, it's like, oh, I'll get the virtual statement. But you're right. You know, some of them don't yeah. run through sometimes, and then they everyone wants to set you up on auto pay yeah. as well, and that and overdrafts. And it's fucking corporate gaslighting, is what mm-hmm. it is, because they're telling you that you're the problem, that you should have yeah. done this, you should have done that. Well, they're fucking got their hand in your back pocket. And that's exactly and they what they've done to the that. environment. It's like Bill Gates telling you, like, yeah, go eat vegan. You know, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. It's like you're like you're well, destroying the environment. The you're the one selling the cars. You're the one making the cars. You're the one who refused to switch to a hydro vehicle, you know, which would have put off uh, or even the alcohol vehicle, which could have saved a lot way back when. Oh, yeah. You're the one who built you know, you're, it's your lobbying that built the cities that can't expand. Because the roads can only get so wide without running into, uh, you know, houses. You know, you're the ones who built all this, or at least your companies did. And you gaslight the people into thinking that's overpopulated, that they're using too many resources, that they need the ones to be frugal. When these motherfuckers are living on acres that are, you know, acres and acres and acres of land, you know, using private jets. They use fuel. uh, they're, They're not electric private jets. Let's put it that way. Well, you know, we've, and, we've and so how, it's just fucking gaslighting. And we see how they view the public, especially through the COVID pandemic. It's rules for me, not for thee, you know, or rules for thee, not for me. And, uh, you know, all these people that tell you about the rising sea levels and to worry about that, buy beachfront property and all that shit. So, yeah, it's like, why, why should I trust you, motherfucker? You know, the guys who tell you not to wear the mask, but then throw parties with all their celebrity friends without masks and hugging, but they're wagging their finger at everyone. You know, it's like, we've seen way too much of that. And this is stuff you and I used to, you know, we used to seek out and talk about and no one would believe it. Oh, there's no way celebrities are paid off by government or in bed with government. There's not CIA spies in, you know, Hollywood or you know, CIA yeah, ties. Yeah, like, video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. But it was all conspiracy theory back in the day until now, you know, it's, it's right in front of your face and they're still trying to tell you, tell you, you didn't see what you just saw and, you know, suppress the voice of these mass movements, like uh, the farmers and, and the Dutch farmers and, and the riots in Sri Lanka overthrow of their president. 
Then you got a Japanese world leader being assassinated assassinated in the past couple of weeks. Um, you know, a guy who wouldn't didn't want to play according to World Economic Forum rules. Yeah, that whole uh, that, that whole uh, economic hitman shit. So I I think we I think I think a way to end too is to say. You know, think, we know what I've always, always said. I've always said in any relationship, any relationship, and I, I, I go back to dating for this. You know, you'd be dating some chick, and she says that she, she likes you and she thinks you're this and that, you know, but then doesn't call you back or doesn't show up or doesn't do this. And then business, you know, people don't hold up their end of the deal. You know, uh, you got to – you're playing sports and somebody doesn't pass the ball, you know. You say, look, man, don't don't listen to fucking words. Watch how people act. What do they do? You know what? Just like fucking uh, the guy, you know, the people who are selling you on climate change and then buying the island. You know, you're like, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch what you invest in before I listen to what comes out of your fucking mouth. Yeah, exactly. Actions speak louder than words, so to speak. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. And uh, this uh, episode is brought to you by the letter L and the number three.